step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the Bud Light Studios. Bud Light. Easy to Sunday. KKSCFM HD1 Profile Denver Boulder. Hey Denver, it's Nate Crackman. Christopher Dempsey here. This is Vic Lombardi. Hey Scott Asians, you got Denver Sports Talk on the station where you get it all. This is Altitude Sports Radio. Here's Nate and Andy, driven by Colorado Off-Road. Oh yeah, it's the five o'clock hour on a Thursday night here in the Mile High City. By the way, did you ever do any DJ work before you jumped to the high five? It's Birdo and Andy hanging with you along with Mark. No, Spurrier. no, no, no. I never did. Like, was I? No, I just did all sports. I've never did any like, like, welcome back. It's time. It's time to hear. We we built this city by <laughs> Starship <laughs> yeah. or what? Yeah, no. You've got a great, like, I could have heard you on BPI once upon a time or something. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So Nate and I did two for Tuesday. I was like, you'd have, you'd have been a good two for Tuesday guy. <laughs> This little little hair metal going out to you. Okay, that's all I was curious about. All right, uh, it's time for the high five. The five biggest stories of the day in the NFL. And Mark, you're sponsored. I am. And so is this segment by Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it is never ordinary at Bet365 as we dive into the high five. And uh, let's just address this one right off the bat uh some big news today an arrest warrant has been issued and i believe i saw within the past hour or so that von miller has turned himself in uh to the police in dallas for allegedly assaulting a pregnant woman um basically the short of this espn story uh, which you can read on espn.com uh, and it's also you know elsewhere on the internet as well uh he just got into a verbal dispute with a woman that is pregnant um and asked her to leave there was yelling and screaming he broke a laptop a cell phone stuff like that a little bit of physical contact was made this comes after an incident in 2021 where vaughn was under investigation by police in parker colorado Mm -hmm. okay now so reading the story you gave us it says they've been in a relationship for seven years yes so is this the same woman from the last incident here yes. in Denver. Yes, I believe it I, it's is. It's not 100% clear yet, but I believe, I mean, you would I, think. Right, because they, they keep calling her the, his longtime girlfriend, and, I mean, that goes all the way. I mean, yes, it has to be her, it right? It has to be, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well. And, yes, he has officially turned himself in. It's a story that sucks if, uh, you know. Well, and we remember in 2021 yeah. when he was, he was going to do that, you know, Nickelodeon stuff. 
for the NFL. And something like this came out again. And it was that again. 2021 incident yep. that happened. Wait, wait, so the 2021 was the, the text messages? Yes. And then it was, the, it was the year before that? That, remember, the Parker police wanted him charged, and the prosecutor said we can't because the witness wasn't cooperating, right? I think that was Something all the same one. Effect. I think it was, it was all, all the same one. That was all one. from 2021? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yes. Uh, until the incident in 2021, the only other thing that I remember him having is speeding. Okay. But this is unfortunately, this looks like the second time he and this woman have had something that they sound almost similar to the same story. Mm-hmm. So hope he gets it all worked out. It, you don't ever like hearing this kind of stuff. Well, he's not playing so. football the rest of the season, right? Even though we should wait well, to no, I think- find everything out. But he's going to get put on the commissioner's list, right? The exempt list? I, I, don't, I have no idea. Because he got arrested. I, I mean, I don't know. I think I the think NFL to seems the to jump. Do you think it is up to Buffalo? Well, I, he's barely been playing right now as it is anyway, right, Spring? I yeah, mean, no, I he's he's not playing much, and when he is, like, you look at his numbers, is Buffalo he's not effective this season. Buffalo's yes. on their yeah, bye They're on a bye so, so they get back in time. Yeah. Yeah, I – look, man, it's a, it's a story that you hate hearing because, you know – well, because we, we all we love, love Vaughn. what he did on the field. Yeah, we all but, love Vaughn. He seems like a nice guy, but this is you can't do this. You just well, can't do especially it. Especially, this is just too eerily similar to the yeah. one that ultimately I think also helped Denver motivate itself to cut ties. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll keep you updated as best we can. But again, ESPN's the one reporting this. High five. All right, into some Broncos news. Uh, Jerry Judy missed practice yesterday with a groin injury. But John Payton said yesterday that the expectation was he would return to practice today. That is exactly what happened. Jerry Judy back at practice today. He was a limited participant today. Uh, Will Lutz still with his right kicking hip injury uh, was limited. Marvin Mims limited with his hamstring injury. Baron Browning wrist injury full participant. And of course, Brandon Johnson off of IR in his return to practice window from his hamstring injury. He was again, a full participant. He was a full participant yesterday. He's a full participant uh, today. So it looks like Brandon Johnson will play on Sunday against the Texans Uh, yesterday. Here is Sean Payton. I mean, this team has a lot of wide receiver receiver depth, even without Tim Patrick. Uh, Here's Sean Payton on that wide receiver depth. Yeah. I mean, each, each, these guys, man, their, their attention to details. Good. Um, They're smart. Um, they have strengths that I feel like we could grab four, any four, and go into a game, and I'd feel real good. Um, and that's uh, that's a plus, you know. And I've got a, bat, a past with Traquan Smith, who's started many games, and uh, shoot Bandy and and Sills. I mean, all these guys have played a lot of football, so um, you know they're doing a good job. And conversely, they're doing a good job giving our defense a good look, and, and that's hard sometimes to do. You know what? Since this started with Jerry Judy, the headline, and I, I, again, I will tell everybody, I want to like him because we all expected big things, but you think at any point they reduced the playing time? He and Ooh. Russ have had a weird year. Yeah. He I, doesn't block in the run game. We're not telling any tales out of school talking about that. And now you're talking about the wide receiver depth. I mean, yeah. I, I, I tell you what, Brandon Johnson has more chemistry with Russ than Jerry Judy. Brandon Johnson, every, you know, makes, makes funny plays is Russ this season. likes him. Russell, look for him. Like, I, you know, let's be honest. Russ 
Russ doesn't look for everybody, or if he sees you, he doesn't necessarily throw it to you because he doesn't always trust people. The tight ends that they just brought in kind of prove that when they're busting open down the sideline and whatever happened that he didn't throw to them. But yeah, he gets targets, right? I think. I, I mean, do we all think that maybe it'd be better for Jerry and the Broncos if he was playing somewhere else, like a, a new start? I think it could possibly help him. No, I think there's a lot of people that are terribly afraid. Do you see, like, you know, remember Antonio McDice or yeah, uh, Jalen Rose where they go somewhere else and, and they, they just explode into superstar? Take off. Well, I mean, I that's just know. tough luck if it happens. Like, hey. I'm fine. As long as Cortland's playing, I'm fine. I'm happy. You know what I mean? Like, it feels like he's been the cornerstone of the Broncos offense the past Berto, five weeks. You and I both know if he doesn't block in this offense, this offense can change. And I think we can talk about that a little bit next segment about how it needs to evolve. But let's be honest about it. If he's not going to block, you need receivers that block all the time and block well in this offense. So is, you're saying that he might move down the depth chart. Are you going to give – here would be my question to you. Spring, we've all talked about this. Do you think they're going to offer him a – is he no. getting a second contract out of this team? Jerry no. Jr. No, probably not, right? So you're probably trading him in the offseason, right? Yeah. While you still can get something for him? Yeah, so he doesn't walk for nothing? Because he'll he has to – this is after last season. Next, next season will be his last year, right? Yeah, because he's got that fifth-year option coming up. But if you wait to trade him at the deadline then – you're not going to get true right, market they can value. Walk, Your best right, right. shot is they the They can off-season. walk for nothing after. So, yeah, you give them a whole season with a new right. team. You're, check, you're taking a sixth rounder for the guy if you wait till the deadline next year. Yeah. I don't know, man. But once again, do you, you, do, you don't want to mess with the mojo, right? Your, your team is the hottest team in the NFL. Don't mess with nothing. Just keep doing what you're doing, right? All right. You don't want to mess with the mojo. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Andy Linnell does not like Jerry Judy. <laughs> I've been, I, I don't know that I don't want to say don't like. I've just been greatly disappointed. I mean, again, he kind of, yeah, for my money, he pulled a Drew Locke on us where he had a great five games. And yeah. then where the hell did it, I think, where is it this year? I think Broncos country and you look at, because I had the same thought with where they drafted him. I thought, this could be the greatest wide receiver Herder in the franchise. He, he shakes free everybody. You're like, this could be the greatest wide receiver in the history of the franchise, and you're just not getting it. You're just, just not getting camp it. Camp never shows up in the regular season. I'm telling you, Birdo and Camp, he's, you know, yeah. he's got the Allen he's, Iverson ankle breaker <laughs> moves, and he gets himself five yards wide open. But then it never translates late in the year like this. Yeah. So, anyway. High five. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals waived veteran tight end Zach Ertz today. He is 33 years old. He needs to clear waivers for him to become an unrestricted free agent. And Andy, I saw uh, the same tweet you saw today. Chris Harris Jr. saying, hey, this would be a great fit for the Broncos. Yeah, I'd like another option for somebody to catch yeah. the ball at tight end. I think yeah. it's a desperate need for this team. That said, that said, I'll ask you guys what I asked D-Mac and Tyler at as I got on at the end of their show and barged in like a, I'm like the nosy neighbor for every other show. But Zach Ertz is probably just going back to Philly, right? Well, yeah, because he requested his he requested the release, right? He was like, right. get, go get play me out of here. He's basically so he saying, I'm about done. Yeah, he already had a team in mind, right? That- well, and Dallas Goddard is hurt right now. I know that because yeah. he's on my fantasy uh, yeah. team. Um, He's going to Philly. Right? What's the di- okay? Obviously, Zach Ertz has had a lot of good years with Philly, with the Eagles. But he's older now. He it's been a, several years since he's really had an impact. 
is Zacherts really an upgrade over Adam Troutman, who just had a really nice catch? It's a really fair question. I don't know what he's got left as an older tight end. Now, he was more in the pass-catching mode than I think Troutman's ever been. Yeah. Troutman is more the blocking type, as we all know. But I'll look, I'll ask you guys. Spring, we already dove into this, I guess, yesterday. Birdo, if you're looking for a contender, like true, we're going all the way contender, I got Chiefs, Eagles, Niners, maybe even Ravens. But the yeah. Ravens, that Ravens thing sometimes gets weird. I feel like well, Lamar Mar Jackson, Mark Andrews, Mark Andrews up. is out. Well, they could use a tight end. I'm just asking you guys. We Ooh, just go got done talking about it. Yeah. There's a bunch of teams sure. jammed together. Who's a true contender that you're signing with? I don't know. But does, does that mean that does that mean that you have more options of teams that could win the whole thing? Okay, Eagles, you could look at it that way. Eagles, Ravens, Chiefs, Niners. Those four what about teams. Buffalo? You still in on Buffalo? I'm not. Spring is, right? Spring's yeah, I, I still think, in. Yeah, yeah I, I think they can I'm do it. I'm not because Detroit? they're, I mean, I, I feel like the Broncos have a better chance than the Bills right now. But, yeah, then you got the Lions. One of Springer's favorite teams that it is the Jags. I put, like, the Jags are currently ranked sixth in the entire NFL. Or do we put the Jags in the same category we as we do the Baltimore we Ravens? We should. But I, I was texting with a guy yesterday that texted into the show, 303-504-0925, Shot Mazda text line if you want to jump on. And he loves the Jags. Look, I love Trevor Lawrence. He's a, he's a fun quarterback. But the, the Jags have had that weird stub my toe on teams that I shouldn't be. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they are just so young. You never. But here, there's a there, obviously here in, what, an hour, we've got a kickoff in Dallas, Texas. And what do you guys think about the Cowboys? The Cowboys are hosting the Seahawks tonight. That what could be the, a spot. The, I wouldn't like Ertz uh, going to the Chiefs, look, though, and them trying to recreate I the I mean, Gronk it goes to and, show that, yeah, Eagles, Chiefs, Niners are the top. But the gap is not far. right. How many teams that that was like ten teams I just named? Could yes. any of those teams win the Super Bowl? Yes, this could be one of those weird years. Quite frankly, I thought it was kind of a little weird when the Rams won it. They weren't necessarily the number one on my radar a few years ago. Mm -hmm. Ooh, there um, is a texter saying the P the Chiefs. I know they got two. I don't. He's saying they got three pass catchers. I don't remember the third, but they do have two. But still, but really, what does Ertz have left though? Let's be honest. Have any of us bothered to watch no. Arizona Cardinal no. football? You know what I mean? And when I watch, I'm looking for Trey McBride. I'm rooting for McBride. Mm -hmm. I, I can't even tell you if Ertz has anything left. And if you're the Broncos, though, isn't your best case solution at tight end not that Troutman's been bad because that was a great catch he made on that rust throw um it's Greg Dulcich that's what you're hoping for well, right I'll tell you what let's jump to the next story next segment I want to get into this I want to get into a little bit more of what the Broncos need but, but the, we'll, we'll save that high five all right uh some NFL scheduling stuff we'll start with this as the college football season is winding down that means we are real close to Saturday mm -hmm. NFL mm -hmm. football that will begin on week 15 um your 11 a.m Eastern game will be the Bengals hosting the Vikings um and then at 2 30 Mountain the Colts host the Steelers that one will have wild card implications in the AFC and then of course this one will prime time Saturday night uh, 615 the Lions host the Broncos how about that you know I, I got to credit our guy leggy leggy's been warning me that's gonna be a Saturday game that's gonna be a Saturday game I promise you it's gonna be a Saturday game I was kind of hoping it was gonna be like a nice Saturday afternoon game but you know, because yeah. 
you two don't care. No, <laughs> you right. hate the holidays, right. but it's a week before Christmas, so I promise you there's going to be something probably trying to go on at that time. But uh, Is this one of those games where it's like Thursday Night Football on Saturday, brought to you by yes. NBA? Is that what this All is? All three games are NFL Network. Okay, yeah. But now, a local... Like, I think Channel 7 grabbed it last time. If I'm wrong, I apologize. But it, one of the local TV stations will get it. It has to be. Like, it's in the like you have to play it in the local market. You're right. We're two weeks out, Network, Spring. But... What's the spread going to be on that game? Well, even if, the say, the Broncos beat the Houston yeah, Texans this week. They got Texans and Chargers, though, that they got to get This will be like Lions minus three-ish, it's which is Detroit. about what you would expect, mm. seeing as Detroit's the home team. Like, this should be a really good Saturday night NFL game. The Lions and the Broncos. I love me some Saturday night football. I love Saturday NFL. I love it. Just I think, the vibe of it? I just think they ought to, if I were the Broncos, if I were the Broncos, if I were the NFL, I would drop the Thursdays for Saturday as soon as December hits. Well, we had this discussion. Amazon wants another day. Amazon's like, we got a couple billion for you, the NFL, if you give us another day. Will that be Saturday? Or they say, because there is no other, you can't, you can't put a game Friday on a Tuesday, the day, right? Right? Yeah. right? Or no. you put them on a you Friday night? Tuesday. Right, no, but I, so Amazon's like, yo, NFL, we want another, we want our own day. Hey, look, all the, all the, the little gentleman's rules that we used to talk about of, we won't play. College won't play on Friday because of high school. Yeah, no, that's the gone, right? That's on, gone. Yeah. That's all care. gone. Yeah. So I bet you Saturday becomes the new day. Yeah, interesting. Because right. we're used to so, watching football anyway. Yeah, it'll be the fall. It'll be, you know, a, sat, a college football Saturday, but there'll be a couple NFL, or at least there'll be one NFL game on that Saturday night. Saturday night NFL football. I'd get ready for it. So then the NFL will go every week. The NFL will be Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Monday. You get four days out of the week, all NFL. They're trying to dominate as many. It's just like the month. Like Leggy points it out. There's a reason why they keep plopping these things. They're trying to get yeah. something major the in new every cycle. month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The news cycle has yeah. to include the NFL every, every month. month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every month. So why not? Why don't we think they wouldn't try to grab every dang day of the week? They think, you know what? You might be right. It may be a Tuesday deal. Maybe <laughs> a that Tuesday. would be crazy? So... It's insane, but whatever. We watch it. We watch it. The numbers are off the chart crazy. Did you see that third? So Thanksgiving, the Cowboy game? Yeah. And that was a terrible game. Yeah, yeah, they smoked the commanders. And then (laughs) 44 million people at the peak were watching that. 44 million people. There was nothing worth watching in that game. That is a stupid number. But we sat there and we consumed it like the freaking leftovers we didn't want to put in the fridge. Dolly Parton at halftime kept the viewers around. I don't know. It's like a quarter of the country was like, let's watch that game. Um, And finally, uh, we have our first Monday night football flex. It had to happen, right? That same week, uh, week 15, uh, it was going to be the Patriots hosting the Chiefs. It will now be the Eagles and the Seahawks. So that's where the Patriots are. They are so bad that they forced the Chiefs off of Monday Night Football. Psh, give me the point spread on the Chiefs Patriots game two weeks from now. What is it? It's Chiefs, uh, Chiefs minus, minus ten 20. at least. <laughs> <laughs> but still, like, what? How, how, kind of surprising to me that you that know the, the Seahawks Kansas Eagles City games there. No, I get it. Don't get me wrong. I totally get it. But just you're telling me that you're taking the Chiefs off of prime time 
doesn't that hit you just like a little weird? That goes to I get it though. That's how you know big what? Of a dumpster fire. They just hit Denver level. Remember when Denver got flexed off that game because they took Mahomes off Sunday night because of the same thing a year ago. Uh, Eagles Seahawks. Man, the Sunday night game is Ravens Jags. That's gonna be good. That's gonna be good football, right? Yeah. Baltimore and Jacksonville. Yeah, absolutely, that's a good game. Should be. Although See, that's my thing. We... With Jacksonville, I wonder if Jacksonville's tough enough for the really... Like, Baltimore will street fight you this time of year. Yeah. Where is that in? Jacksonville or in... It's Bucks? in Jacksonville, yeah. yeah it's they'll in, probably in be Jacksonville. all right. We, only... ju- we just saw Ravens-Chargers. That game was 13-10. to 10. It actually, like, wasn't as good as you would say, oh, it's Herbert, it's Lamar Jackson, and it was a, kind of a 13-10 to 10 snooze fest. Yeah, because you know what? Vic Fangio said, hey, NFL, let me show you how to not let these guys throw deep. Thanks, Vic. Now the NFL is about as exciting as your gray sweatshirt. Yeah. All right. I've got, we got to talk about the tight end position and why I think it's the most important thing to the Denver Broncos next year. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Crackman and Lindahl. Brought to you by Colorado Off-Road. Colorado grown, Colorado owned. Online at cooffroad.com. Altitude Sports Radio, 92.5. So how about this? Welcome back to Crackman and Lindahl. Andy Lindahl. Our guy, Berto, Mark Burton only filling in. Mark Springer's always here. So I didn't know about this. Thank you to one of our Twitch, one of our Twitch people. I think it's just our saline. I always get worried about saying people's handles on the air because I'm, I don't know if I'm not hip right, to some right. joke. You'd you know, be like Seymour Butts. Going to get me fired. Yeah. Is there a Seymour yeah. Butts? Yeah. Literally, the last four messages have come from Ben underscore Dover. Yeah. One four zero three. Yeah. So anyway, but get this: I, I did not know this. The Sports Broadcasting Act of 1961 states the NFL is subject to antitrust laws and cannot have national broadcasts on Friday and Saturday between September 2nd and the, uh, or between September and the second week of December. Interesting. Which is why they chose the Black Friday game. Mm. That's why it had to be at 1 p.m. Yeah. That's why it had to be during the afternoon. Yeah. So uh, there you go. So that is interesting. So thank you. You know what? Went to broadcast school. They didn't cover that in Broadcasting 101. (laughs) We've got a new little note to put in there. So there we Can't are. Can't you just change that, though? Like, this is oh, democracy. Oh, I'm sure. Well, like, yeah, you, you can just do what you want and be like, all right, FTC, hey, whatever, do your thing. Or we used to not sell FCC. liquor on Sunday. Found a way around that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. We, could, we could point to some things. Uh, so anyway. Um, all right. Let's 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 get to the topic at hand. So I want, I want to let Berto weigh in on some from yesterday. Mark put it in the email out to everybody last night. Uh, we do a little recaps of what we talked about on the show. I told Nate yesterday, I'm a firm believer that not only through the people that I've talked to, but just when you do the math problem, the more the Broncos win, 
Russ is here for two more years, and I say two more years for this reason. He will get an injury guarantee for 2025 that we all heard about kicking in in whatever, March or whatever Mm -hmm. this year. So it would be two years, and it's always been this way, according to my buddy Jeff Legwald, that the true comfortable out, if you will, of the contract was after 2025. So now that the Broncos have found a win streak and they're no longer hanging out in generational, air quotes, quarterback territory, I think your best way forward will be with Russ. Now, still, draft another QB. Don't let Russ feel too comfortable on the couch. But your best way forward is keeping him around and not cutting him and not having $85 million of dead money. I don't think we as fans truly, truly process what dead money does. You can't renegotiate it. You can't push it around. Like, if you keep Russ, you could at least do what the Packers have done for a while with Rodgers and keep renegotiating the dumb thing. Mm -hmm. Maybe pick a year where you're like, all right, dude, we're handing you a bonus check. So we eat it all now or whatever. Yeah. So we can get out of this stuff down the road. But I think he's going to be here. Okay. I think this offense also can still evolve. I think, I think Sean Payton is already crafting ways that he can make this thing not so uh, grounded to get a little cute with the term next year, and he can actually try to open up the passing game a bit. What, but if I this, think, what if this works though? Do you need to open up the passing game? At if some point, he will. Yes. Can you win? Can can you continue to win like this? I guess. I mean, I don't know. It's literally more success than they've had Didn't, in years. Just just this week, just after the Broncos won their fifth straight game, there was an article in I think it was the Athletic, maybe it was the Monday Morning Quarterback, where a unnamed defensive coordinator came out and said, "Man, Sean Payton's treating Russell Wilson like he's a rookie quarterback." It's so simple what they're doing out there, and it, I mean, I I was like, yeah, but once again, it it why why like he said it like it was a shot at Russ, like man, he's treating him like he's never played football before. This is his first year in the NFL, and I was like, but it's 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 working, working. man. That's all, and that's all. Like all you want is to stack wins, and this is what the Broncos are doing. They're treating him the way Pete Carroll treated him. He needed restrictions, okay? And what I'm hoping is Russ realize, all right, yeah, I do need restrictions. I'm not Aaron Rodgers. I'm not going to be Aaron Rodgers. But I would also, like you said, can they keep winning this way? In theory, yeah, but are you going to get 12 men on the field at the end of Buffalo? Are you going to dodge Kirk Cousins with the Vikings the next time? You know what I'm saying? Right. How do we feel if they lose three, four straight at the end of the season? And I got to look, I enjoy run game. I think this is a fun run game to watch. I think there are entertaining elements to this offense, but at some point you are going to have to pass more. And I think the key to that is finding a dynamic tight end. I think tight end in the draft or ideally ideally in the draft. You need a young. Look, if you could get the Georgia kid, Brock, I'm Brock, all on. Brock Bowers. Brock Bowers. Right now, now you, the Broncos have the 18th pick, I think. Yeah, see, they're slipping so out of it. Yeah. They're in kind of guessing. Like, there goes that, you know, because the only way to really, you know, you want to open up the passing game, you got to have the quarterback to do that. And those guys are typically top 10 picks. And here the Broncos have played themselves out of that territory. And they've also played themselves out of a Brock Bowers territory. He's going to go late top 10. You know, he's going to go in that 8 to 12 range. Yes. But you could, in theory, try to, I mean, if it's 8 to 12, then you're probably, let's say it's in that 12 to 15 range. 
you might have a shot at trading up to that, right? Mm-hmm. You Look, nobody's giving you any of the quarterback picks this year. We know that. No. Nobody's giving those up. Maybe Chicago if they're going to end up with no one and way. two, but they I don't, don't think even, they will. Justin Fields could win out, and they're still going to move on from right. Well, they probably should. They get the first. Right now they have the first pick because the Carolina's stupid, and yep. they get the fourth pick, right? So they're first and fourth. They're absolutely using one of those picks on one of these quarterbacks that are coming out, right? They have to. They yeah, have to. there's no way. Judy, in some cases, Judy and Fields are kind of related where you're probably – you might, it might be better if you got a shot somewhere else. Yeah. Where you're not the promised greatest yes. player in franchise history because of draft position, whatever. But look, to me, I think the Broncos need to find a tight end. Not only because of what we're talking about here, because you brought up Dulcich. If Dulcich works out fantastic, then maybe you got two of them. But when the guys got sent to a specialist to figure out why you keep pulling your hamstrings, I start to wonder what's the long-term. Because he he couldn't figure it out in college. That's why he fell to the third round. Mm -hmm. You see the guy's hands. He's got good speed. He's a great prospect. He's got to stay on the field. So when you get a prospect in the third round like that, there's a reason. And for him, it's staying healthy. So I'm not going to bank on that anymore. Because Sean Payton talked about in camp, the joker position is the most important position in his offense. And they don't have anybody to play joker right now. He thought it was going to be Dulcich. Now, mm-hmm. d came back to me, well, Sean, uh, Russ never throws to tight ends. Look, man, I believe they can fix a little of that. They've got Russ climbing the pocket better than he has in a long time. Part of that is I feel like the offensive line is doing a great job of kind of parting things in the middle. Mm-hmm. So he feels a little bit better st- stepping up than what he's dealt with. But I'm telling you, I think I think we should shift our focus from the quarterbacks to the tight ends. Now you talked about free agency. See, here's the problem. I can't find a good tight end in, in right. free agency coming up. Hunter Henry, Dalton Schultz, eh, eh. Austin well, Hooper. What like, about this? What about this? I just Googled real quick. Okay. He's under contract for the next two years, but spot track says potential out after this season. Whenever I see the potential out and consider where this team is right now, they could just look to be like, eh, Taysom Hill. What about it? Sean Payton, dude. That's the Joker right there. That's his OG Joker. So you're you're talking about go get Taysom Hill from the Saints. Maybe, maybe. Um, how different are Payton? How look, Russ is playing a better brand of football, okay? I am I am enjoying the Russ experience more than I have. I'm not telling you he's a hundred percent fixed. I am, I think you've talked about it on your show. Springer booked our guy from the athletic or from the ringer that said Russ is giving us in Denver. What Russ always was in Seattle. You just never saw it. Mm-hmm. You, you only caught the occasional Monday night game, but we are full living the Russ experience. I don't know that Sean Payton wants it long-term, but again, I think, I just think the Russ Hill, like Russ throws a great deep ball. Taysom Hill started that role he was in because Drew Brees lost his deep ball as he got older. They needed somebody who could throw it a little bit better than he could. So I don't know what the I don't know what that Taysom I don't know what that does here necessarily. Unless you well, just want him to be the full on running quarterback that it, gets beat up. Kind of that because if okay. Russ is more of a game manager at this point in his career, that is what he is. Sure. Then 
you need to get a little more creative in terms of second down, bring out Taysom Hill to try to pick up four yards from you just on a direct snap to him. You know, it's not pretty. It's not gunslinging Josh Allen football, but it could win. You know, hey, there's nothing wrong with being unique. Okay. That's kind of a little what the Broncos are right now. They are, they are going to beat the tar out of you. And is they if they, now they got two games against the chargers. One will be here. Maybe it'll be cold that weekend. Uh, Minnesota's in a dome. Houston's in a dome, not cold there anyway. But what the funny thing about it is the Broncos are the kind of team that you would not want to face in a cold weather game. Like it got it got chilly at the end of that game last week, right? Yeah. You yep. think you had turnovers before? It'd get a cold weather game, and the Broncos would be knocking that ball loose left and right. How many losses though does it take for Broncos country to once again turn on the Broncos? Listen, I don't think the Broncos country's already <laughs> in on this as it is. Right. Well, with yeah, a win streak. I think a lot of us are though, right? Like on a five wins. I think a you five and I win that have to talk is, about it every day. Yes, we yes. are in because this is way better than talking about yes, losing. Yes. Right. But, right. But if if say say you lose to Houston, which obviously the Texans are it's a very good possible. Team, right. You could catch that L, but then you 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 drop one of the Chargers, and then you you're not getting past Detroit. So you lose three straight. Are we all of a sudden right back where we were when we were one and five? Where people See, this are like, is why I'm bringing it up. I don't think it matters how they finish because no matter what, you're not getting back up to top five pick territory. Yeah. And we're talking about 88, 87 mil of dead cap. If you cut him after this year, you're paying 38 mil to nobody and paying 50 mil the next year, 2025, to nobody. I think he's done. I think they found too much of a workable system to go and do that. Think about it, Berto. 50 mil. That's Joe Burrow and money going to nobody. Look, Russ would have had to continue a downward spiral for you to justify spending that much money on absolutely nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you hate to pay somebody who's not even in your building. Yeah, but Spring, ain't nobody in the city going to be happy if the Broncos remain a 500 football team over the next couple of seasons either. No, because once again, we were we were complaining about how bad they are, but this city ain't going to ha- handle a 500 football team well either, you know what I mean? But 500. See, this is the thing like whenever I get people coming at me with, you know, aren't you disappointed by the Buffs collapse? Well, yeah, it was a bummer. They still played a lot better football than they yeah, played no, last year. Yeah, no, I'm still year. super stoked the for Broncos, seeing football. But the Broncos, like it or not, we've still seen better football this year than we've seen in a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in years, in years. The offense is actually getting into the 20s on a regular basis, right? Right, right. So, it's not hard to watch the Broncos play, which it was at the beginning of the season and for the past couple of and years. look, a lot of people, a lot of the national guys that know Sean Payton keep saying this is only year one of the offense. You guys got to chill. There's more to be put in. All right, man, I'm willing to say, like you said, with where we're at right now, because I don't think they're going to go on some, you know, I don't think they'll lose 10 straight. They're not going to turn this into a as 10 long straight. as he stays patient and will run the football. Then I think they'll be OK. You just got to play to who you are mm-hmm. now. I'm a little er, I'm a little curious about this weekend. <laughs> like I told I said it yesterday, Birdo. If they go getting like a 14-point lead, does Sean decide, hey, let me show you some of these pass plays we've kept under wraps? And then does do you throw a pick six that changes the momentum or something like that, you know? Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. I, I just can. think I'm just telling you, I think I think Russ here, I, I think we're getting to where Russ I, is I here mean, two more. I years. think the fans Russ was sitting courtside last night for that that nugget win. 
And he got a a warm reception from the crowd. Like I think yeah. I think fans are still really like you Russ. You still get to be the Pope of Chili Town if you win in this place. Yeah, yeah. You still right? yeah, you're still looking good, man. Yeah. <laughs> and, and let's be honest, he's been better about we're not let's riding everything and you know Yeah. 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 That's how no, for right? sure. But for I, sure. at this point I kinda want him to bring it back. You know what I mean? No, no I don't. No, 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 no. No, we don't. I do. No. If he beats Houston, if they go on a six-game no. win streak, I want him to hit His us. His Go Broncos the, is no. fine. Hit us leave with it a let's that. ride. Come on, Go baby. Broncos. Let's just leave it at that. It's Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Text Altitude Sports Radio 925-303-504-0925. The Shop Mazda text line. The Shop Mazda text line. Shop Mazda. One price, one person, one hour. Scotty, God, what a weird week. Both the Nuggets, the Nuggets played both Houston and the Broncos play Houston. And now both the Avs and the Nuggets will be in Phoenix together. I'm just realizing that. The Nuggets yes, are in Phoenix, true. right? Yes, yes. Although the the Mullet Arena is in Tempe. So it's not really in Phoenix proper, so where 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 the the Suns play. So I don't think they're usually, you know, if they end up in the same city, they all run at each other because they all stay in the same hotel. I don't think that's the case for this weekend. Okay. I think the Avs stay in Tempe and the and the Nuggets will be in Phoenix. Did you ever did you have to do the old spring training drive where you'd land in Phoenix and take the two lane mm-hmm. highway down mm-hmm. to Tucson no, no, talking Tuxon. stick or whatever? Yeah. No, this was this I talk in high Corbett days, my friend. <laughs> it was it was why you get on uh, you were just hoping you did not get behind like a you know, a rig yeah. that couldn't hit the speed limit. I, like, there's some some of these young bucks who complain about, like, going out to Bronco training camp when it's just out here at Dove Valley. Bro, I remember when we had to drive out to Fort Collins, man, for camp, like, in the early Shanahan days. And I'm like, see, brother, you guys got it oh, easy, we did man. that. You, you got it easy, man. Yeah, we did, I, did a, I did that for two years. Um, but we used to have... We used to have a dorm room up there because we were, you know, as a Really? They just stick you right on campus? Oh, yeah. We were in the player's dorm. (laughs) Now, I don't know if we were on their floor, but we, yeah, it was. Did you have to follow the rules or could you get a little wild? Or was like, would they bed check you guys too? Come on now. (laughs) What did you think they were doing? You not heard about the dark horse days? No. What? Oh, that's, that's, yeah. Come on now. Come on now. It was old school, brother. You know how it is. Yeah, it wasn't. It was in. It was in Greeley, by the way. Oh, not for right, Greeley. Yeah, we were all heading up north. Right, it's halfway there. Which one was the one that smells weird? Greeley. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm telling you. You know how old school sports are. They weren't. They weren't uh, putting puzzles together at night. I'll just put it to you that. Right, right, right. There was a. There a were a couple of places light. where like to yeah get get together and hang out. <laughs> yeah, it's um. You know how we used to sprinkle like this. You know how we used to get players in sometimes because. My job as a producer, 
like I'm working for Dave and Scott, Logan and Hastings, on their afternoon show in my first job. And I remember like Dave gave me the Bednar look from the other night where he goes, we better get some players now. And I mean starters. And I was like, all right, understood. And so I'd have to wait out amongst the players as they headed to the lunch hall in Greeley off the field. Uh-huh. And I remember one time, uh, Smiling Moose. Thank you, Chris. Smiling Moose. Um, and I grabbed, like, I didn't know. I grabbed, like, eight guys. And we had an RV sitting right by, and it was air-conditioned, and it was right by uh, the field. And they could duck, duck into that before hitting the autograph hounds, right? Mm-hmm. So I, at one point, brought, like, 10 in, and Dave was like, all right, cool, you won me over. Stop, stop, there's too many people in here. <laughs> but we had we had an Xbox. We had the very first Xbox. Oh, really, and they could just come in and play? Set up in the back. They were all playing Halo. Yeah. Like, then we were trying to get them off Halo yeah, to actually like, come ever, do the radio. Right, get out of the bus, people. So that's how we kind of uh, that's how we kind of bribed them. All right, um, real quickly, what are, we, what are you expecting? We got we got such short time, I can't get you going on anything. Real big. What do we got for tonight? We talked about how this can be a tricky Yotes team. Yeah, although I think this is an Avs win. Okay. Avs win. Unless they're... Is this the California road trip, by the way? Where do they go Yeah, they go from Arizona, then they go to Anaheim, which means Connor and the crew are going to go to Disney World or whatever, like they always do when they go. Is Disney World still open in... Well, it'll be December first Dis- or Disneyland. Disney. Well, my bad. My yeah, bad. Come on, man. Come my on. bad. Disneyland. Don't get people coming at it, you now. <laughs> Disneyland there in California. Is it open like on oh, yeah. December first, yeah. December second? It's year round, right? It's warm, All right. So yeah, that's what they'll be doing. Not that's what those fools will be doing tomorrow. Because okay. they'll fly to Anaheim tonight. Okay. And then they'll all hang out at Disneyland tomorrow. Then they'll play the Ducks Saturday night, and then just take a bus to L.A. and then take on the Kings the next night. So it's gonna be. I don't know. I guess that's a fun little trip. Fun little, mm-hmm. fun little trip. Although I mean, what a bunch of like Mosier and Rycroft and Connor just walking around Disneyland on a random Friday in December is probably a hoot. I've seen that content on my Twitter timeline before. This oh, is gonna be gonna a re- see, this is gonna a repeat. See, yeah, you're gonna see it again. I've seen this episode <laughs> before. Yeah. So now, do they go to L.A. too? Is it yeah. the Anaheim, L.A., yeah. and yeah. The, and San Jose? The, and the Kings on Saturday night, or Sunday night, actually. Ducks, su- Saturday, Kings. Are the Kings playing Saturday too? Will both the Avs no. and the Kings be on the second no. game of a back-to-back? See, that's the thing. So the Avs will be on the second night of a back-to-back, yeah. playing one of the better teams in the Western Conference, the Kings on Sunday night. The Kings' last game between then and now was last night. Ah, uh, see, that's So sucks. the Kings get three days off. Right, and the Avs will be, this will be the Avs playing three. That'll be their third game. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Are we going to get the old California flu in this one? I used to always, I I always dreaded the California trip. I don't think it's been cold enough for that to kick in, right? I was worried about, well, the Avs, it seemed like it was California. The Nuggets, it would be like that Miami, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Well, when the Nuggets used to make that Miami trip, they used to stay at a resort, like a resort that was in between Orlando and Miami. So they had a sweet resort, and then they'd go play the Magic, come back to the resort and chill, go play the Heat, come back to the resort and chill. Everybody loved going on that trip. Yeah, so All the sponsors go on that trip. But this is a good one for the Avs because nobody's going to have time to go hang out uh, and check out L.A. party life because it's no, the second day of a back-to-back, but right? Fri- Friday, though, when they get into Ariz- when they get into Southern California from Arizona. You're right. So tomorrow they could I mean, forget, go have a good forget time. Forget our altitude TV friends yucking it up at Disneyland. Right, that's probably. 
the Avalanche are going to have an entire day off and an entire Friday night off in Southern California. They're going to Pebble Beach, though, right? Isn't that where Nate and the boys usually go hit Pebble Beach or something? That sounds like something good to do during the day. And then when the nighttime hits, what are you doing? I mean, you're having a night, right? I don't know, man. Can you imagine Kale McCart tying one on? Like yes, he he, <laughs> we saw it at the parade. Yeah, but that's the first and only time I've seen him do it. You know what I mean? Like it's the first. Like you, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Now don't hold know. on. I mean, because the the Nuggets are in. Wait, they play Phoenix on Friday, and then they also who are they playing on Saturday spring because the the Nuggets have a back to back as well. They play Phoenix on Friday night in Phoenix, and then they play. Knowing the NBA schedule this year, they're probably probably playing the Knicks then. Uh, next day, Sacramento Kings. Oh, there you okay. go. There so, you yeah, go. you're not going to go crazy in Sacramento either, right? <laughs> you ain't going to party down in Sacktown. I will tell you the most oddest story I've told you on the air. I was I was doing a crush game in San Jose mm-hmm. with my man Dave Diaz Infante. Shout out to Doc and Mark Stout. And we get in a car, and we were going to drive ourselves back to the hotel and again, it was Cinco de Mayo, and this Latino uh, police officer looked in the car, saw me in Stout, and he goes, hey, man, you ain't getting to your end of town with these two. I need you to go. <laughs> he just flat out. He was like, you're not welcome in the city tonight, boys. Let me offer you a detour. Yeah, take the long way around. Yeah. So, you know. There's certain towns where you do have to be careful where you decide to get nutty in, right? <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I just, like, I don't think it's been cold enough. Like, I think I always worry about when you, you know, the NBA, too, you play in Philly and all those just so brutally cold in Philly, Minnesota, all places like that. That's where I worry about the warm weather destination. It's too early in the year for California to have that effect. When you think, right? Where you're like, let's go out, man. It's yeah, nice been outside. Yet. Let's you know, go. yeah. Let's go to a beach. Let's wear some shorts. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it'll all be fine. It'll yeah. all be fine. It'll all work out. Eric says Pebble Beach is nowhere near SoCal. They can get I, a helicopter. I, I don't know where Pebble Beach is. Where is? Don't yeah. ask hey, me about. Sorry, you, golf brother. guy. Yeah. Sorry, rich golf guy. I don't know where your cool courses are. <laughs> Is it so? Is it NoCal? Is Pebble up in? No- I have no I idea. Know. I mean, it's the coast of California Listen, somewhere, right? There's public courses that don't want my game on their course. Pebble Beach <laughs> sure as hell ain't letting me in. All right, are we blitzing for half hour, yeah, boys? Yeah, is yeah. That we, it? We're gonna blitz it. Well, I appreciate you both extending your day for yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> Abs hockey's ahead. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, everybody.